Hey, hey, hey. It's Danish and O'Neill. We're back, motherfuckers. I am the Danish Hollich boy. And I am O'Neill. Boy, yo, 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 What up, motherfuckers? We're back. We got kicked out of the Ari Manis studios, so now we're in the Danish and O'Neill studios. Wait, time out. Together, we form Danish, Danish and O'Neill. Yeah. Like Voltron. What part would you be? I'd be uh, the right testicle, I think. I'd be the, uh, I'd the, be rest, the, the Voltron vo- pubes. You're the Voltron pubes? Or just one ball and pubes? <laughs> ball and pubes are out there fighting crime, <laughs> motherfuckers, so that's watch I, out. That's what I call uh, my girlfriend, the old ball and pubes. Uh, hey <laughs> Hey now, we're coming out of the gates fast. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening, first of all, to the first episode, and I hope you're listening to this one as well. There were a few technical difficulties in the first episode, but that is to be expected. That's what I wanted to address. Uh, O'Neill and I have the technical capabilities (laughs) of a retarded monkey. I think think of a monkey, like not even a human being. Of like a uh, of a a puppy that got into a shitload of uh, cleaning solvents. Yeah, we just we're not very technical. Our our shtick is that we're the creative side of the business. (laughs) Our (laughs) shtick, our little contribution to this effort is uh, is this. In terms of technical stuff, we're not very good. Um, We're working on it, and hey. We I guess last episode I was coming in one ear uh, ear thing and O'Neill was coming in the other. It was by design. We I'm were, not gonna lie. We, we were coming to in those it. ears. We wanted to see what would happen if Danish and O'Neill were to get into your heads. What if Danish and O'Neill were blowing loads in each ear? That'd be a lot of cum. You know what we wanted? Here's what we wanted to do. We wanted to take each of your ears and we wanted to give them the specialty treatment that they deserved. And we wanted to go one at a time, one of us on one ear, and then this episode warm you up for us both coming in at the same time. At the end of the day, it's free podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> at the end of the day, you didn't pay anything for it. We hope we entertained you. I think we did. I want to uh, thank Uncle Jake. He downloaded something and then sent it to me, and I didn't open it because I was afraid that he was trying to sabotage me. So, hey, Uncle Jake, I appreciate the effort, but I'm, look, man... I trust you, kind of, but at the same time... He I, doesn't know you. I don't know you. So maybe fly down to LA, meet O'Neill, and then he'll open your emails. Let's have a meet and greet. I, it was a weird. It had all this, all these letters. <laughs> there was names in it. But you know what, though? What he did, I, I'm assuming it was good-hearted, but who knows? Maybe he was trying to like uh, tap into my computer and watch me. Quick thanks as well to uh, the ba- the former Baron of Boner City, the current Baron uh, of Danish and O'Neillville. The Marks. Baron Marks said he's working on a theme song as we speak. I can't wait to hear it. Uh, so, and we're going to send it over. Send it to uh, O'Neill's email, I think, would probably be the easiest way. Well, What's that email? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's O'Neill the Ass Kicker at yahoo.com. How do you spell that? <laughs> the Yahoo.com part. <laughs> it's Y-A-H. All right, it's O'Neill. O-N-E-I-L-L-T-H-E-A-S-S-K-I-C-K-E-R at symbol Y-A-H-O-O. Okay. I, almost, I almost lost it there. My concentration was And fading. then uh, my buddy, a guy named Sean Aylward, he's from the band Hello Echo. Hello Echo. He, uh, he did the infamous Boner City theme song. He is, well, is working, I believe, as well. So that should be done in about four months from now. But uh, we'll use one as an intro, one as an outro, and we'll be good. And then we'll flip-flop it. But yeah, it's good. We're uh, we're getting up to speed, ladies and gentlemen. And thank you, everybody, f- who uh, gave us a rating on iTunes. And we have three comments. I want to read those <laughs> to reward the good behavior. Three comments already. Leave those. Please leave us five-star reviews. And if you can just, even if you want to write farts or tits or any, just one word. In the comments farts section. Farts or tits? How about fart, farting on tits? You could do that. Titfarts.com. You could do more farts. How about less t- farts? Titfarts.com may be better than my bathtubfarts.com. Hey, let's not get ahead of ourselves. The first review is from Acer4343. These two are idiots and I love them. We'll, uh, <laughs> Thank you. I don't know about the idiots part, but I guess we'll take it. I, I think it came from a good place. The Mayor and the Doctor podcasting again by DarthLink90. 
like the mythical Phoenix, Danish and O'Neill rise from the ashes to entertain us again. Holla at your boy. What up, Pete? Also, boy, oy, oy. All right. Well, and thank then, you. And uh, then hilarity ensues. Justin Myers. Jeff and Ryan are back after a long podcast moratorium, and I couldn't be happier. Listen as they tell crazy stories from their past or debate a news article that may be years old. Also, check them out on Twitter. <laughs> Did he say maybe years old? What the fuck? That's a shot at me. It's a shot at my research. Also, check the them out on Twitter at Danish and O'Neill, where they will mercil- mercilessly rip on that fat bastard, Steven Seagal. Yeah. And that is true. You know what just occurred to me? So We're reading these reviews, but it just occurred to me that like we didn't discuss a game plan after this. Like I don't even know what... I don't know where we go after I tra- this. Hey, I got, I got the All right. oars. All right. Uh, it's so Dick Balding is his, uh, (laughs) it's, uh, what's it called where it's not your like Twitter, you know, it's like you can have a name and then the at whatever, you know? I have no idea. So his name is Dick Balding on Twitter, but then his at, it's at. Oh, so he has like a, he has a Twitter handle and then the other is like. Yeah, a name. Whatever. So his name is Dick Balding, but then it's at flourish the pink. This guy's a real poon out. (laughs) So wait, so this guy did go with at Dick Balding? No, he's Dick Balding. That could be his real name. I don't think it is. So at, that's not his real name. It could be Richard Balding. Rick, Rick Balding? You would think the parents wouldn't go Dick Dude, Balding. come on. I, I just don't I think that this guy's going for two hilarious names. And he's then he goes, at Flourish the Pink. So this guy's into that poon, but he's also but he's into got that a, Dick Balding. He's, but he's got a balding dickhead. <laughs> he's got... He's got <laughs> Probably best to just have a bald one. So he put in a request. He wanted you to bash the town (laughs) or city, I don't know what it is, of Hobart, Indiana. Oh, it's a town, my friend. It's very near Valparaiso. You have to pass through a little shithole called South Haven. And South Haven is the quintessential redneck palace. Wait, it's hold like, on. Can I interrupt you real yes, quick? Yes, go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our first installation of O'Neill on Indiana Geography. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the region. And What uh, is the region? I've heard you say this before, and I never quite get what it is. It's a region outside Chicago in Indiana. That so like, it's, a, it's a region of inside of the region of Indiana. Yes. Okay. but it, uh, It's a it, counter region. It's along Lake Michigan, and okay. it's outside of Chicago. And that's about it. And it so got, it's just it's, a region outside of Chicago yeah. that's decided to dub itself the region. I, I have no idea where it comes from. It's like or when you see an NFL about. player uh, in the pre in the in the beginning of NFL games. I think it's on uh, whatever that network is, ABC, and they say so and so the U instead of the University of Miami. Yeah. yeah. So you're the region. I'm the region. Okay. Which no one will know unless you're f- the fucking so 100,000 people. So Dick Balding people. at Flourish the Pink, he knows what you're talking about. All right, so Hobart's this shithole that's nearby, and I have a special relationship with Hobart because my uh, friend of mine used to live in South Haven near Hobart. Which and, friend? Well, describe him. Um, he's He used to be a larger guy. How big? <laughs> 420 at his biggest. 420, dude. 420. He was always smoking weed. He was, he was always weighing, smoking weed, but I don't he, think he, When he was weighing himself, he looked I don't down. Think, I don't think it was his goal to get to 420 just for the uh, irony of Maybe it. Maybe it was. All right, so he lived in this uh, shithole house in South Haven with our, with Holst, my a buddy. Guy I met when we performed in Nashville with Mr. Stephen Renazizi. He uh, first thing he said when he came into the green room is, "What a shithole this is," <laughs> and then said, uh, "The cocksucker bouncer wouldn't even let, almost didn't let me back here, man, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> Good guy. Uh, all right, so uh, they lived in this shitty house, and somehow my my buddy, who used to be fat, uh, my he buddy. befriended these kids who were like several years younger than him. How old? Like eighteen? Like I how old know. was he, and how old were they? They must have been like eighteen, and we were probably like twenty three. Okay, so he was a bit immature. And uh, these kids were total cocksuckers. He's either immature or a pedophile or both. Well, they were high school wrestlers, and they were just drunk. High school fucking... wrestlers are dangerous. Yeah. I used to hang out with some, and they were a fucking bad news. Well, this turns into a bad news party. So these guys... They I... get aggressive, all of them. Yeah. So I show up at this party, and it's me. I get there, and the party's well underway. And there's only like five guys that I know. And, and the then other there's guys like, wearing singlets like AC Slater. Not yet, but <laughs> they so, will be. And then there's about 15 of these wrestling fucks in there from Hobart. They wearing varsity jackets with yes, a big H. Of course H, they were. A big H on it. So I don't know oh, Hobart. I don't know what happened, but one of our buddies gets into an altercation in the middle of the house. Bad news. And Did the guy shoot the double leg? 
Well, wait. So I break it up, and one guy's like squeezing my arm really hard. Like, really, like, these guys seem out of their fucking minds. The wrestlers are, usually. So then I break it up because I like to be a little, I, I don't like to see this at a party. I'm trying to get my booze on. I'm trying to fuck these hobart and it's bitches. Inside. So next thing I know, he says something as I break this up. The guy shoots in on him, but smashes his head. He turns to, like, run away. But this guy grabs his legs, he trips, smashes his head into the smashes corner. Smashes your friend. Yeah, my friend's head into the corner of a cabinet. Which And just, de- just destroys the side of his face. Did he get bloody? Yeah. Then okay. he takes him down. Okay. And he, all hell breaks loose. He wanted loose. to finish the takedown. There was some fucking hillbilly there that was buddies with these fucking Hobart kids. And he had a Jack Daniels bottle. And he was walking around hitting my friends in the head with it. <laughs> and it wouldn't he didn't break? break it. No, but he was hitting. And I saw one of my buddies. He was standing on the couch. That would hurt. Bad. Yeah. And so everyone was like, what the fuck? And then I'm trying to pick this little wrestling fuck that attacked my friend. He's got him on the ground. Was pinned. he like a small guy? Like a little he was tight. Yeah, he was like just a wad of yeah. muscle. So I'm trying to pick him up, but he's like holding on to the guy. So it's almost like picking up two people. So after that, I see this guy just swinging this fucking bottle around. Jesus. And I go, you know what? It's every man's for himself. I bolted out the back door. <laughs> I go, I'm fucking done with this. You left Hobart and never went back? No, no. I didn't. I, my car was out front. I bolted out the back because I didn't want to get fucking stabbed or hit with a Jack Daniels bottle. Was it full or empty? It was empty. Oh, so that's, it wouldn't have been like Jack Daniels. There may have been a little something in it. But Did uh, you leave or did you go back in? Well, then I saw all the cars taking off. I go back in. Uh, dude, you tried to fart into the real dudder. <laughs> what are you talking about? So I go back in, and uh, there's a lot of blue, bruised and bloody people. Was there blood all over the floor? There was, because my buddy had to go to the hospital. He got oh, like 10 man. stitches in his eye. And Jesus. then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this black kid that we hang out with, who's a total piece of shit, As he had like big, five kids. Not because like, he was black. Let's yeah, put no, that out just, there. He was just a piece of this shit. This is just specific to this one guy. It was just guy. the physicality. We don't, want it. we don't want any of you guys catching on. That's right. Catching back. Dana Chanel O'Neill show makes fun of everyone, but we also love most everyone. <laughs> well, this guy comes out with a huge steak knife. Jesus. He, but, dude, he's, everyone's left, so he's trying to yeah, act so like now he's, a badass. He's, he's like, like, where are they, man? I'm going to fucking cut them. But he knew that they like, all dude, left? Yeah. It, this is like he clearly missed the opportunity. Some, some post fight there. So he has his shirt off too, by the of way. Of course. And so he's standing out in the front yard as people are pulled away. Like, come on, motherfucker! <laughs> and he has a big old knife in his hand. So that's why I hate Hobart. And they came back later, like two weeks later, smashed the window of my buddy's house and stole okay. his computer. Well, so, uh, Dick Balding lives in Hobart, and he said he wanted that to uh, ease the misery of living there, and I guess he got what he wanted. It's, consider it eased, my friend. You live in a shithole, Dick Balding, and maybe someday you'll get out of there. We hope. The air quality's terrible, too. It, well, weird mills. you bring that up. I went to a party in, uh, I believe, high school. may have been early, like one of those college break situations. Didn't you live near a guy last name Hobart? Uh, I had a relative, whom, a guy who married into my family named Hobart. But Bob Hobart. I, I went to this um, party in high school or college. <laughs> okay. So more, burps, the farts. more burps or less burps? Or no, <laughs> or burps. no burps. So uh, we were at this, high, this party and we had befriended these guys from the town over and they were all wrestlers, but they were like kind of crazy. Like they would bite. Like one guy would bite you a little bit. Like he was like he was another Wait, short. What? Like when he's drunk or yeah, just- drunk, but it would hurt. What would he just walk up and start biting? Yeah, you? and he's like, and we were, and he had a bad Boston accent. He'd be like. He had no tooth. Like one of his teeth was missing in the front, and his parents didn't decided not to. And he's pay like, any I got money. no tooth. I don't care. I don't care. I got no tooth. And he just kept. We're like, all right, man. That's so he cool. clearly cared. He had no tooth, but he was like crazy, dude. But, but he, he was cared because like, yeah. he brought it up. But you could all tell the time. that he was quick to fight, and we were like, we just wanted to keep this guy on our good side. And we were all <laughs> drinking inside, and like, in this girl at at her parents' beach house, there was a pool. They lived like right, it was nice, like right near the water. And then I think we had left at some point, And then at those, like all those dudes threw like all of the lawn furniture in the pool. What about your assholes? Like all the flower pots in the pool. I don't fucking care. I got no tooth. Yeah, the guy was nuts. He wrestled in college at some shithole local college. If Plymouth you're a State, wrestler. the old Plymouth State wrestling team. Fucking wrestling. That guy was nuts, though, dude. I wouldn't want to run. He was like five feet tall, but he was fucking They're all like that. jacked. But uh, these wrestling is like we have to embrace it because it's the American martial art. That's it's, all we uh, have. It's the Vision Quest with Matthew Modine. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. I, I know a lot about it. <laughs> Everyone, every wrestler fucking loves it. What's the, what's the premise of the movie? 
I don't know. Look it up on IMDb. Okay, hold on. Because everyone raves about Vision Quest. While I do that, uh, can you tell, it reminded me, I wrote it down in my show notes. Can you tell the story? (laughs) You have show notes? I do, I have emails. (laughs) I just email something to myself to discuss. Can you discuss your camping trip with your brother and his kids when they were in town and what (laughs) happened? I think the listeners will like to know. Oh, so yeah, so I decided to go camping uh, with my brother. Uh, I bought a tent for my girlfriend and we haven't used it. So I decided I'm going to use it. I had to pick it up. For I had you. my niece and nephew there. And, uh, so we go out to the camping trip. We're pretty late to the scene. We leave at about six o'clock to go camping. <laughs> just, it was just a one six night o'clock deal. At night. It was uh, a one night deal close to like where you, where you live. Yeah. Right? A lot of people said we shouldn't go. And some people were thinking maybe that they didn't want to go. Why, then, why shouldn't you have gone? I don't know. Because, uh, dangerous. I don't know. Did you bring any guns? Uh, no. Then you can legally discuss. Not. Well, here's the thing. We didn't even remember chairs, so we had no camping chairs. So what were you sitting on? Just Halfway tent? there, uh, we found some rocks. What kind of food did you bring? We brought hot dogs. We brought a steak. Okay. That, what did you cook the steak on? We cooked Over it on a stick? stick. And then the stick. A steak on a stick? <laughs> but then the stick caught on fire, and it broke off, and it <laughs> fell. <laughs> it fell in. And then my brother pulls it out, and it's this nice piece of steak. It's still good. It's covered in oh, ashes. It's covered in ash. And I said, we got to wash it off with water. Uh, so then we did, and we put it back in the fire to kind of sterilize it. And uh, <laughs> I bit into a piece. I go, hey, man, it's not I don't cooked. think you got all the ash off. Just ash all You're over my guy, mouth. You're a guy. You claim you can do well in the apocalypse. You're already fucking up steak. I didn't cook. If I was cooking the steak. <laughs> steak on a stick. Uh, and then I... St- <laughs> I set up my classic O'Neill delicacy. I set up my my tent by uh, you pitched a tent in your pants and then you pitched hi-oh. by some poodle dog brush. Uh, you've said this before. I don't get what it's like poison ivy. It's Indiana slang. No, it's uh, that's what it's called. It is a California thing called poodle yeah, yeah. dog brush. Yeah, it's everywhere. It happens after fires. But why is it po- only with poodles? It doesn't affect other dogs. <laughs> it has nothing to do with dogs. It's a plant. But why is it called poodle dog I brush? I don't know. I'm looking it up. So if you touch it, and get, I have some right here on my hand. It's going away now. And Sounds like something you would like brush like unruly pubes with. A poodle dog brush. <laughs> like Look, I googled it. And all that came up was fucking dog brushes. <laughs> Maybe it's dog poodle brush. Poodle dog brush. That's what it's called. No, poodle dog brush. And then type after oh, it. Here's plants. a poodle dog brush warning, dude. Pacific. You're not, you can't even breathe it in. Supposedly, it's a poodle dog brush warning on the Pacific uh, on the trail. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's poodle after- dog bush. Uh, Iridiction peri perii is common in parts of Southern California. Touching it can cause a significant allergic reaction. Yeah. This pretty purple flowered plant has been rearing its ugly head in the San Gabriel Mountains. Report that's where I was. Reports from the PCT are that the plant is widespread, sometimes unavoidable in the Station Fire and other burn areas. Yeah, the Station Fire was the big area. That's where it burned. Touching the plant can cause anything from a mild rash and blistering to severe respiratory distress. It if you rub it on your penis, you will enjoy it, but it will hurt later. <laughs> I shoved it in my. I did a poodle dog brush dildo, and was just shoved it in my asshole in my tent by it's myself. Actually, poodle dog bush. Bush. That's, okay. Well, that's why. That's where that's we're. Why, that's, that's where we're having a problem. So that sounds like a guy who was really burly. Bu- uh, pubes. Yeah. Pubis. Hold it down a little bit. Okay. I, I don't know. I'm, right now, I'm the sound engineer as well, and I have no <laughs> idea what the fuck I'm looking at. Hey, like we said at the beginning, you're getting what you paid for. It's free. Uh, but it was fun. But in the middle of the night, I woke up, and I thought a bear was outside. No, wait, heard- wait. You're leaving out the whole reason I wrote this down. Okay. What were you doing with your phone? Oh, so <laughs> while I was sleeping in my tent, my brother and his two kids were in another tent right now, by- The kids are what, eight and five? Eight and six. Six. And so they were right next to us, and uh, so- Sometimes late at night, we like to text message, what up, Pete, uh, some of our gorgeous farts. He started the battle, I think. He started oh. recording his farts, sending them to no, us. No, no, he started recording his shit. Yeah, and it was vile. Yeah. And what then, up, Pete, if you're listening, how's your lovely wife And you doing? know what, I shut him down for a while by, I don't know if I should mention yeah, this. Yeah, I don't think you should mention it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I shut him down. I put him in his place. Shut him down like public enemy. Shut him, shut him down. And uh, I took a, pic, a very graphic picture, and uh, he stopped. Yeah, let's just leave it at that. All right, so it, then. It was nothing that anyone would ever want to hear or see. <laughs> so one night, uh, I had some good farts, and I didn't want them to go to waste, so I started recording them. 
and just texting them around to everybody. You were in a more fart state of mind. Yeah, but these were some good rippers. And I have a leather couch. I can attest to it. I, I was being sent to them as well. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, maybe I'll give you a little taste of the... And then uh, I started sending them. And then we started... Bomb- this was at like midnight, maybe later. And we were bombarding Pete, who later told us that his wife uh, was unhappy with the... Uh, his phone was off. She's like, why? Who, who's sending all these texts? It's an emergency. Is everything all right? <laughs> And then we we commented on the farts for about thirty back and forth texts. Yeah, about up. like why wasn't he answering? You gonna play one? I'll play one. You want to set the clip up like they do on like late night shows? Yeah, hey, here's me farting. <laughs> <laughs> that one wasn't. You have better than that. Hey, I don't. I didn't label them. <laughs> you should. How about this one? <laughs> that one wasn't bad. So what did you do with these? Hold on, maybe this one's better. <laughs> wow, that was power. That was a good one. Okay. Those are real. These aren't fart machines. So now I've logged them in a fart folder. And uh, <laughs> so when I was camping, I was playing them in my tent. And everyone thought once they started going, what the hell's going on over there? And then I told him it was, uh, I, I, sometimes, I had to explain to my brother that in my line of work, sometimes. No, well, the kids thought you had a fart app. Oh, yeah. My nephew later the next You're day not your kids, told sorry, my dad, told Steve O'Neill, He's got this great fart app. <laughs> trying to make Steve O'Neill proud of you. <laughs> yeah. Steve O'Neill will never be proud of me. Well, they tried to get him as close as he could get. But then I had this conversation where I had to explain to my brother that some of these farts were so good that I needed to log them and record them because there have been times in our <laughs> things that we filmed where we've needed good farts and we couldn't find them online. <laughs> Which is <sad>. What did <laughs> he say? Was he proud of you? You know, he laughed. He thought it was a little different than his job as a lawyer. He, <laughs> he said sometimes we do that too for big cases. <laughs> <laughs> but then I thought about our line of work and like there's been legit uh, conversations where we've had with people that have paid us to do stuff where they're like, you know, maybe uh, a big, a better boner joke here. Or yeah, yeah. Like, or like maybe. Or what do you think about putting a midget in there? Or, or how about an alternative cock joke? Or maybe yeah. you take the jizz part out. Guys, and, I don't. You know, the shitting part wasn't that funny, but like, but I want the blowjob with joke an is great. on there. Yeah, which is it's it's a very bizarre thing. Anyhow, back to Vision Quest. I got it chalked up. Thank you for that uh, nice. story. In Thank, the meantime, no problem. So, what is this piece of shit about? It is. First of all, Matthew Modine in the IMDb movie uh, picture, the poster, yeah. he looks like Quentin Tarantino kind of with like a see. shitty wig. You see that? Oh, he does. He's weird. You know what? That guy looks He looks 40 on that poster. So, is he supposed uh, to be high school? The synopsis is a high school wrestler in Spokane, Washington, has trouble focusing on his training regimen when a worldly drifter takes up temporary residence at his home. What is it, like a pervert? <laughs> I don't know. Like a pervert kid? He's like, I'm trying to train, but this guy's jerking off. This drifter that's hey, fucking mom my mom. and dad, this, this drifter may be worldly, but he's distracting me from my training. Uh, that's all I know. I know there's a Native American guy in it. Uh, what? Yeah, I believe. I think like, that's where the Vision Quest thing comes from. Oh, so this is... I thought it was about wrestling. It is, but I think it's like... This, is the Native Americans the longer, drifter? The Native a, Americans the drifter. Here's a longer storyline. Vision Quest is a coming-of-age movie in which high school wrestler... Is it coming with a U or an O? Both. Okay. <laughs> it said Slash. Uh, high school wrestler Luden Swain, which is a weird name, decides he wants to be something more than an average high school athlete and sets his sights on a prize that many don't think he can win. He then sets what out, is it? He then sets out to reach his goal alone without much support from his father or coach. His father rents a room to a young drifter, Carla. Swain falls in love with her and she helps him <laughs> stay focused and prevents him from losing sight of his goals. So, so wait, whose father <laughs> takes in a hot drifter the same age as their son? Can I, I wish this guy was my dad. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Your dad was bringing in Falcons. This guy's bringing in chicks for his son to what fuck. What is it? I mean, this guy driving along the highway being like, oh, look at this hot piece of ass. <laughs> hey, guy. Hey, hey, Nancy. Sorry, I brought home a hot, another hot 18-year-old drifter. <laughs> You're going to have to deal with it. You think he was going for it, but the son swooped in? I, I think Vision Quest 2 is all about the dad. Just It has nothing to do with wrestling. It's about the dad finding the perfect drifter to like <laughs> fuck. Maybe he cock blocked his dad from killing yet another 18 year old drifter. <laughs> you think that's what he's kill- fucking her dead body? <laughs> I get- Man, dude, how great would that be if you're like, dad, if, you, like if you if we ah, if we were in house pussy if we were to pitch that movie people would be like go fuck yourselves. 
Like some guy brings a hot, you know, the guy's a high school wrestler and he's, you know, setting out to win the big prize. Also, if you get a hot drifter that comes into your house, do you really think that you're going to be focusing on wrestling? I haven't seen he's something 18. like that since the days of growing pains when they brought in Leo DiCaprio, a young homeless man, to yeah. live with him. It's like, hey guys, hey, we're just going to bring in this guy. We don't know him. We've never met him. Say he may rape and kill all of us. Is that Was that the storyline on that? I just remember him showing up. I thought he was homeless. I can't. I could be wrong on but, that. I'm sure somebody... Did they bother looking for his I'm parents? I'm sure some, or, uh, one of our fans will nicely tell me what a dumbass I am for fucking it up. <laughs> but hey... I'm not positive. Who cares? I have delivered groceries to Leo DiCaprio, though. He answered the door once. That was pretty sweet. In his tidy whities He wasn't in his tidy whities I, I just threw that in there. It was that old Robbie Fix, Robin Fix pad. Old Leo like looked at me. He had a big, a long, burly beard. Hold on a second. Keep talking. Okay. I well, guess. and then he had a long, burly beard and... Dude, you got dunners, man. Oh, I had a dud, but then it followed it up with the real one. I should have stuck with it. Dude, Dunzo with the farts. Wait a second. Our producer's telling me, uh, our producer, uh, Robert, is saying that we have our first ever guest is uh, calling in right now. Oh, yeah? Who is it? (laughs) I guess he's on a satellite line. He's in Thailand. Oh, I think I know who it is. He's a good friend of yeah. our of Danish and O'Neill. We've hung out with this guy many a time. Let me. Uh, do you mind if I interview this guy? Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. I think we're both going to interview him. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, hey, George, are you there? It is uh, very nice to join Danish and O'Neill for the first time. I'm uh, here in Thailand with uh, my best friend Jean Claude Van Damme. Wow, this well, was... he said best friend. Notice how he that did is... not say that his best friend is David Loazzo, the Crow, who's has been George. He's been your longtime best friend. Is there a problem there? It, uh, it, there is a bit of a problem. Uh, for years, I've been uh, turning a blind eye to the fact that this guy cannot fight for anything. And uh, the last straw was we were out on the town and uh, we started a fight and he got destroyed. I had to take on 15 guys by myself. Wait, you say a lot like a Uriah Faber story. That does sound like Uriah Faber story. Did this really happen to you, George, or you Bali. maybe miss? I, uh, representing I was, yourself I was on ketamine at the time I've been doing oh, a lot George. of drugs in my spare time from the UFC and uh, so I, I could have been dreaming I was with the aliens uh, that I talked about on Joe Rogan's show George it sounds like things wow. are going well for you it's good to hear you're still having fun wait a second let me let me talk to George okay, so George uh, so with your drug problem wait is this O'Neill I uh Sometimes it's hard to tell the two of you apart. Yeah, this is O'Neill. This is the Danish, George. So let me talk to you for a second, George. Uh, so Van Dam is a former drug addict, and he is supposedly clean and sober, but now... I don't know if uh, that term former is... Uh, are you? Is this an accusation? Is, are you breaking a story here? Uh, maybe I have said too much. My PR person is shaking their head at me. George, George, don't, don't go through the them. PR, Forget man. Them. Just talk to us, dude. Talk to us. So, What's going so on? what has Van Dam been doing? Has he been uh, kind of showing you the nightlife? There is uh, this uh, this Thai computer spray that is better than any American or Canadian <laughs> product I have ever used. I, that Van Dam introduced me to on the set. I don't know if Thai. I don't know if there's a lot of computers in Thailand. You don't think there's any computers? I, I think mean, there's computers. I don't know if... You might be inhaling something else, George. You think? What do you think he's doing? Maybe like carb starter or something? I will look into that, but whatever it is, it made me feel better than I've ever felt before. Like I was the champ again. And uh, I having trouble reading uh, the, the, the scripts after I do that, but I don't... He, John Claude told me it would not affect my brain. Okay. Well, well, it sounds like you have. It sounds like you've made a new best friend who's going to tell you the truth, no matter what happens. And I would say, if you look at Jean Claude's face, that the drugs have not taken a toll on him at all. He does look younger than ever. He does not look a day older than fifty-eight. He's only fifty-one. Guys, I have a special guest with me who wants to talk to you. It's my cousin Luke Saint Pierre. Luke, what's up, man? Are you there? Uh, yeah, yeah, how's going? Wow, Luke, sound, you sound a lot like uh, George. Uh, yes, we all suffer from the uh, same uh, voice uh, syndrome. 
How is it being in Thailand? Have you? What have you been doing? Have you seen any ladyboys? What's going on uh, there? I have been fooled many times. Uh, beautiful women. Uh, I have been making out with them, and then I found out that uh, they are men. A lot, uh, a lot of the women here, when uh, you are hooking up with them, you lift up their skirt, and uh, there is a, a long clitoris. I just Wh- thought it was a wallet chain, but uh, it was a penis. I, uh, one night I was with uh, JCVD and my cousin Luke, and uh, we had a foursome with a, a lady boy, I guess you would call it. Jesus, man, it's getting crazy. Uh, George, getting crazy I did not on... want to talk about it. Luke, uh, Luke, are you a religious man? Why are you shy about this? Uh, I'm very religious. Uh, I have a uh, cross tattooed on my chest, and uh, I am very ashamed of what I have been doing here. Luke, uh, what do you do for work? Or do you work with George? Or are you just on vacation? What's the scene over there? Uh, I have a landscaping business back in uh, Canada, and uh, George has just brought me out for fun. I uh, the, fun, the fun fact for George St. Pierre, I like to cut my sister's grass. Uh, even when I was the champion, I would wear the belt. I have vicious tan lines from the belt just being on. But it was cool because you would go to the uh, pool party in Vegas, and the people know you're the champ. <laughs> George, it sounds like the St. Pierre's O'Neill are having a hell of a time. These guys are having the time of their life. It uh, really does sound like JCVD is treating him well. How is Batista doing in terms of the acting and just being around him? He's, 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 how is he as Tung Po as well? Batista's muscles are some of the biggest and ripest I have ever seen. Luke, would uh, you agree with me? You've been in some gyms uh, before. George, I, can I have my passport back? I just want to go home. Whoa, it seems like, are things okay between... Uh, Uh, Things are okay, Luke. You need to stay here. Remember what uh, your mom and dad said? Uh, 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 Uncle Francois said, stop being uh, difficult to deal with here. George, I am not having that much fun, and uh, I would rather go home. Wow, that's uh, sounds like Luke St. Pierre is really bringing the party down. Well, guys, this it's guy, all the time yeah, we have yeah. for you. We only budget so much time for guys like you. Thank you for calling in. That's a very clear line they were yeah, calling in. And please call in again and keep us uh, up to date on what's happening on the set of Kickboxer. Yeah, the good, luck, good luck to you, George. Luke, I hope you enjoy either the rest of your trip or you get to go home. I'm very miserable. Thank you, everybody. Please listen to Danish and O'Neill. They're the funniest uh, comedy duo in the world. Thank you. All right. Wow. Hey, that's, first uh, first uh, ever man. guest on the show. That was great. You just never know what you're going to yeah, get on Danish maybe, and O'Neill. Uh, hopefully next week we can get the Diaz brothers on. You, do you think that's a possibility? You're I, probably better friends with them than I, I am. Uh, I emailed him, and he haven't heard back, but he usually gets back to me. He might be on a mountain biking tour or something. That could be so true. But maybe next week. Maybe we get Jared from Subway to call in. <laughs> you want that better ass on? <laughs> Alleged? He's uh, Alleged. a kid. I'd like to see what's going on with that. I think uh, there might be some fire where that smoke is. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know what I wanted to discuss? I don't know how good of a topic it is, but remember that date I went on with the chick? That shitty day date I went on with the chick who was like 6'5"? She was like was 24 and lived at home. Oh, yeah. And she told me that Breaking Bad was a poorly written TV show. Yeah. But it was before I had started watching Breaking Bad. This is recently. I, I recently got into Breaking Bad and powered through it. I was appalled when you, you told were appalled. me appalled. And this chick claimed that to me she was a writer. But what she wants to write when she grows up is... Uh, she wants to work at amusement parks and write those little placards <laughs> that describe the rides and other attractions. Here's the thing. That's a writer. But she so, went to, she claimed How much that she, work is there? How many new rides are they making? She took like one film class and I was like, in my head, I was like, I've never seen the show. All I've ever heard is how great it is and it's one of the best written shows. And she's like, the writing's so terrible. Walter's dying. So you know that like every, everything he's going to do is going to be just like crazy and reckless. She's a cunt, and I was by like, the way. Yeah, well then... She was insane. But first of all, hold on. She wants to write the description of theme park rides. Yeah. How many new theme park rides are there to justify a single position that would allow you to make a living off writing just that? Not to mention that that you're not a writer. That's not a writer. It's ridiculous. You're not a writer. She was serious. Yeah. This is her goal. Yes. Or a museum. 
How many new amusement park rides are opening every year? But even year? if you Around work in a museum, world. all you're writing is like, this painting. How much do they pay you? Here's $20 <laughs> to write the fucking description of what someone can see with their eyes. This painting was done by Chagall and Stephen Chagall in 1981. I, no, and I was like, what? And then Wait, you said amusement parks. No, but yeah, but she also, right now, I think it's like a, a company that does, like works at museums and does some other shit. But, but she uh, wants to specialize in their just, theme park this department. This chick loves Disney. Like with, she started like it was like talking to the human form of Wikipedia about Disney. It was like, and then in 1961, oh Walt Disney hated Jews more than ever. He made a ride called blah blah blah. <laughs> the Jew killer. Uh, you're getting better. <laughs> you're getting better. <laughs> you guys want more farts? Less farts? No farts? Somewhere in between I, the three of those? You're, you're, you know, you, I have a lot more on mic farting experience. <laughs> that was so Zach from the Andrew DeWitt show. Yeah, Zach's actually here. He's in the closet. That's not a gay joke. He's literally <laughs> no, he sleeping in the closet. Uh, yeah, so she, this lady, she had a uh, Minnie Mouse phone cover. Um, her like dream a, is to work at Disney. She can't get in just yet, but she's trying to work her way up. What's going on? Uh, uh, okay, so Zach, Zach, cut it out. Okay, so I want to talk before I... Can we switch to another date? Sure. I want to talk about the girl. Oh, I know you went on the date date, yeah. and then she called you. She, well, she, she insisted. She you, you. You've called, tried to call me out saying I love date dates, but this chick... She works. I we, called you. I sent yeah, you work. on stage one night just to get some fodder. It really, I could tell it affected you because you lashed out at me. But it's not true. You lashed out at me. But it's not in, true. In a way that was for comedy purposes. I know it wasn't true. I was just trying to provoke something. I thought you were saying it like I'm like the no, day day champion. Dude, you know how you're just on stage. No, I get it. I get it now. In the moment. You were so angry. I wasn't you, so angry, but you, I was like, that's not true. Yeah, but you were like, you were more disgusted. I was disgusted. Well, I'm not, you made me out like some weirdo day day. <laughs> What's so weird about day dating? I think if you do it, I mean, I, but for us, like we, like we work pretty unconventional hours, yeah. so it's like I, if I want to go on, like if you call me and say, "Hey, I got something to do," yeah, it's fine. We'll do something. I later. Would pr- I prefer to go out in the day because at night, like I get home at two, three in the morning. It's like so. This chick, um, she was insistent on a, a day, like a five o'clock meetup because she worked, and she was like, "We need to go to hit this happy hour." And I was like, "All right." Chicks love those happy hours. And so then we hit this bar that me and you have been to on Melrose. Don't say the name, but ah, uh, yeah. Been, I know and she was like, about. "That bar is pretty bougie," and I was like. Not really. No, not really. She's like, pretty bougie. I'm looking at the menu. And I was like, no, it's pr- pretty fine. <laughs> Where did she want to go? I was like, what do you want to do? Go to like a fucking drink on the street? Get some 40s? Like, what are you talking about? You want to go out to South Central? Yeah, I was like, I, I, I don't know. It's just like a normal bar. I've been there a bunch. <laughs> so I meet her there and... Uh, she, she she so she says bougie, but she threw out no alternative. No. Okay. And I was like, hey... It's bad. Yeah, and I was like, just come hang out here. It's fine. Yeah. And Anna's like, and you're making us go during happy hours. So if you have a problem, like, and uh, I didn't say it. She but was, this, she's like, this other bar is like better if you want to fuck in it. I was going like, to like, I, I was going to pick up the drinks anyway. So I was like, I, you know, yeah. whether it's happy hour, not happy hour, like, what's the big deal? Let's just go to a place. What you should do is just order two glasses and then you're like, what's taking them so long? And then you take the glasses and then you come back and you have beers stashed I had a buddy. in the back. I had a and buddy. You fill the glasses. When we would go to Boston, routinely bring out like, like literally like a six pack on his person, like front pockets, back pockets, side cargo. Did they He's, serve the beer there? That no, a lot of times he'd just be pouring it into like he like a draft, pouring yeah. it into a glass. Like he would get a glass from the bar, drink whatever. In it was. L.A., that's almost what you have to do because these prices are fucking ridiculous. So the date was all right for the most part. Uh, the chick was. Fa- Fairly normal. At one point, she read my palm. <laughs> okay, okay. So she doesn't normal. Oh, at all. and like, small detail. Honestly, read it. Like oh, believed a, it. A small detail is that she's polyamorous, and I asked what that was about. <laughs> I wasn't like looking to marry her, but I was like, I'll hang out with her, see what's yeah. going on. I'm not. I didn't, I didn't really want to. You told me when you went there, you go, I'm looking to marry this <laughs> someone today. I mean, I'm not looking to be in a polyamorous. That you have to like. Don't you have to hang out with the other dude or dudes? Who wants to do? Who wants to share? Uh, not me. The vagina. Not me. With someone else. I don't want to like co-lease or co-rent you a vagina. You know what? Though I feel like in Hold the on today's. A okay. Wait, keep talking. Okay. I, I can't talk when you're trying to squeeze a fart out, and I can see the look on your face. I almost shit my pants. I feel like in today's environment, you would be frowned upon. In this climate, you would be frowned upon if you didn't. Ex- if you were like, I don't want to share. I don't want my girlfriend to get fucked by other dudes. People would be like, oh my God. You're saying that's not acceptable? 
Dude, you can't say anything. You have to accept everything. Yeah. And if you say that's not cool. Are we going to be attacked for going against be, polyamorous behavior right dude, now? Probably. Who knows in this fucking Don't if, Hey, if you guys are twidgelantes, which is a term we've copyrighted, so you, you can use it, but... Beef you have to say... Copywritten Danish and O'Neill, <laughs> Beef Cannon Bill. We have, to, we have to enter that one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so she was polyamorous. I was like, what's that about? Like, when did that start? She's like, well... I uh she she I forgot to tell you this every year on the Fourth of July she goes on a solo hike that was inspired by that chick who the Reese Witherspoon oh movie the chick who wrote a book and went on some okay. hike you, so we, this chick isn't normal at all so she goes on this hike and she takes shrooms by herself why and then that was when is this she, one of those this is a spiritual fucking journey yeah. I'm gonna open my mind so that's when she got how close minded are you that's when she got opened up to the polyamorous uh, behavior she got that pussy opened up to yeah the shrooms maybe she shoved shrooms in her vagina Jesus so polyamorous is basically you can, you don't commit to one person let me look at you can, you can be in love with multiple people but man or woman yeah so but, she, I, but I think everyone kind of has to approve everybody. I remember watching MTV True Life I'm polyamorous. Yeah, and it was like five people, like all fucking the same. But they're like, they none of them had any problem. But you all hang out together. That's very strange. Polyamory. Uh, it says I read a definition of it, but it was is the practice, murky. desire, or acceptance of intimate relationships that are not exclusive with respect to other sexual or intimate relationships, with knowledge and consent of everyone involved. That's a tough thing to find. Everyone's cool with it, unless you're a chick. And you're having sex with another girl and a dude. That dude's like, hey, even I'm that cool would with be it. rough, though. Just I mean, it would be annoying. I think every and it, like it's like, hey, can you hang out? No, I'm hanging out with Barbara. Whatever. It's like, yeah, no one wants to, like. Who wants to share anything? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a generous guy. I don't think I'm selfish, but it's like, I, I'm a grown man. I don't want to fucking. Yeah, we're not. I don't want other dudes banging. A, if like, I'm into a chick, no. like if you're dating and you're not official, that's fine. But like once you reach a certain point, yeah. Once you start fucking without condoms, which is the first time you fuck, you <laughs> should be. If you're young children out there, we have a lot of young fans. Don't listen to O'Neill. He's a little yeah. misguided. Look, save your STDs for your 30s, kids. Wear condoms through <laughs> teens and 20s. Then when you get your 30, you don't so, care not anymore. Not to mention kids. Yeah. And once you get control of your weeder and you can pull out and <laughs> like really, you're not going to be blowing loads inside and you can time it perfectly. When you've mastered that... And you, you said, sound like you sound like the perverted <laughs> Mr. Miyagi right now. It's like, hey, paint the fence with your jizz, control it. What does this have to do with that karate? <laughs> I'm just telling you, <laughs> Mr. O'Neilgi. Look, wait till you wait till you've got a handle on shit, and then you and can, then you can dabble in. in yeah. you're, O'Neil's a grown man; he can make wait, his own decisions. Right. He's not I'm, advocating. I don't have any kids. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> he, he I may, may have STDs, but who knows? <laughs> I don't get checked, so. My girlfriend seems to be clean. <laughs> so at one point, she starts reading my palm, uh, which and she's I, taking it seriously. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm by myself. Like if I was with somebody else, I would make fun of it. But like when you're by yourself, you should have <laughs> called me. Hey, hold on, this <laughs> let me put this on speaker. Then we could have roasted her. <laughs> yeah. So, but when you're by yourself, she, I don't, I don't what's she look a, like? She is a half Mexicano, half white lady. Okay. So she looks almost Asian. Have you ever seen that mix? Can yeah. Sometimes end up That's in that? That's the lady that we saw today riding a bike. Yeah. I go, is this lady Asian? You go, no, I think she's... Similar to that almost. Okay. Like, so cute. She's kind of sm- like small in height. She's been, she's been, she's been cut with uh, with white. Huge and... tattoo on the back, which is, I mean... I like tattoos. Okay, you're a big tattoo guy. I was a little... Not off-put, but not I was a, a little skeptical. What of was it. the tattoo of? It was like, all I could see were like flowers on the top. And okay. She said it was big. And I said, why don't you take your top off so I can see? <laughs> okay. How did that go over? Go over well. She laughed. I mean, she was okay. So she has a good sense of humor, yeah. but she's a Paul Reader and she she's actually polyamorous. Liked uh, the UFC, and I had George St. Pierre actually call her, and she was impressed by it. <laughs> Jesus, you're doing impressions. What are you talking? What are you impressions? I'm saying that there's no way that you got GSP to call in. For her. Yeah, I want to hear my George St. Pierre version. Yeah, let me hear it. Hey, everybody. It's George St. Pierre. All right, it needs a little work. Buy my dirt. Yeah, George St. Pierre will only call into big podcasts. Yeah. He's not going to call your personal phone. That's true. It's a waste I of find his time. You caught me in that one. All right. So uh, she read the palm. Yeah, she was taking it very seriously. She was telling me, like, what's going to happen in my future? Like, what <laughs> these, good things? What these, like, various things? lines mean? Oh, and, like, Jesus Christ. And I was just like, what is going on? What when, was your I was like, why don't you read my penis with your tongue? <laughs> I forget. It was like not. I don't know. It was all bullshit. Like this one says you're gonna make some money, and this. Wh- one. Which one? Did it say we're gonna make some money? Because if you make some money, I'll probably make some money. 
<laughs> I don't know. Call her. Could have been an inheritance. Should I, I don't know her? when. She can read your palm if you want. I don't want her to touch my fucking palm. <laughs> Witchcraft. So we uh, we left the place, and then when we're walking, she parked like literally like up close to like a mile away. <laughs> So I said, I'll walk you to your car. Hey, did you get your track suit on? You should, like, if I change shoes and my foot put on a fucking... So when we're walking, we see a huge pit bull, like a head that's like a fucking basketball tied up to a bus stop bench. And of course, like any chick, I I don't know whose it was. There's no one with it. Like any chick just literally like is in love with it. Like, oh my God. Starts petting it. Things kissing her on the mouth, tonguing her. And I'm like, oh, there goes a kiss for this date. And like... Jesus. You hear that? I think there was a tremor. I think we had a tremor. A tremor with Michael J. Fox's father from Family Ties, the movie. <laughs> Jesus. So she's this lady's like loving this dog. I'm literally going to jerk it off in the streets. And so we're leaving. <laughs> she was like getting her mouth close to his dick. <laughs> I, I was just like, she's like, let me see the, let I'm me see not the a lipstick. Do- I'm not a dog person. So I just, <laughs> <laughs> she was getting ready to jerk it off. No, but like just lo- like just going crazy. Over okay. it. Like, oh, look how cute. I want to take him home. I was like, yeah. all right, let's get out. So we kept walking. And then as we're walking like 10 feet from the dog, we see uh, our buddy, comedian, and member of the gimmick, former gimmick podcast, comedian, yeah. Mike Black in his car. He beeps. I didn't see him. He beeped. I looked over. Over, and then he just looks at us with dead, deadpan, serious eyes, and gives a solid middle finger and just like, holds it. And so I'm just, I wave at him, and he just holds the middle finger, and then just drives off. What the ladies say? She's like, "Oh my god, what was that?" And I was like, "Oh, that's a friend of mine." She's like, "No, it wasn't." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "No, it was." And she, I don't know if she believed me or not. So all right, so you hit the mile mark. You're like, I need some water and some Gatorade. Yeah, because this is killing me here yeah i stretched so out you leave that well, that's over say goodbye she Let's, drives me back to my car that was like a mile away at this point she's like, i don't even know if i have enough gas to get back to your car i was like i'm not gonna kiss her hey she kissed that dog too i was like whatever i wasn't i don't know it was just an inner i was like all right and the sun's ya. out yeah it's i was like weird. all right i'll see you later and then but after she was like what she was what like she what happened she was she starts texting me and was like why didn't you kiss me and i was like all right lady. okay so, so it's a couple days pass there's no real tag i was like i'm think i'm good with that yeah i'm just gonna let it lie <laughs> let it go let sleeping dogs lie. <laughs> i don't want to be in the polyamorous uh mushroom relationships with men like Ari then, Shafir. this is where shit gets so good. then she starts hitting me up via text yeah. and she starts being like what are you doing and it's midnight and i know you know no one's just hitting you up with a what are you doing at midnight like they don't really no one wants the real answer like are you hey, telling me that a woman hits you up at midnight and asks you what you're doing that she she's looking to get she doesn't want to just talk she's looking it. to get pounded okay so i said uh, for all you kids out there yeah take note you get a text at midnight their intentions aren't pure basically any girl that texts you wants to <laughs> jesus christ what if it's a family member <laughs> Well, so it's not related to you. So she, what if it's like a good family friend? I don't believe in female friends. Okay. So, so I've tried that. Wow, that's an O'Neillism. Yeah. O'Neill 316 has spoken. Sorry, I, do, I've, <laughs> I, I would like to have uh, female friends, but uh, I don't know. It doesn't it's, work out for you. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in female friends. Okay. So she says, what are you doing? I said, I'm doing nothing. She's like, does okay. your bedroom have, no, she said, does your apartment have air conditioning? I said, my bedroom does. And she's like, look, I like a, I like a man. I like a man who's open like that, or like who says what he feels. Like, no, that's just the truth. My bedroom is air conditioning; nowhere else does. So, what, was she thinking? Was she saying like, like, Yeah, uh, like I'm saying, like yeah, some like, sort of metaphor. Yeah, for something? like no, like it's like, hey, where we're gonna be is air conditioned, oh, like, which is which is not what I'm. But saying. no, I'm looking. We're actually in your bedroom right now because it's the coolest room, and there is an air conditioner. I'm looking at. We're it. not in the same bed. Yeah. We're in chairs, about five feet apart from each other, looking at each other yeah. creepily. But uh, yeah, she's like, all right, well, I'm coming over. I said, all right, sounds good. I'll see you whenever you get here. Yeah. And then I get a text back and she says, send me your uh, license. (laughs) And I said, what does that mean? (laughs) Yeah, that's a little odd. And she said, send me a picture of your ID. And in my head, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, I've, I've, I've been in situations like this. I've never been asked this. Never like. But she does it because she's afraid. I said, I go, why? I go, what's this about? Why do you want to see my ID? She goes, well, uh, I don't know you. And I go, okay, like, but you, I've hung out with you. And I go, you know my name? I go, here's my first and last name. I don't think she knew my last name. And I said, here's you my- the last four digits of your social? I did not. I said, here's my address. I go, so there's that, like, there you go. Yeah. 
And she goes, ah, I, I need to see the license. And I go, well, yeah, I'm not really comfortable with that. And she's like, look, your girl doesn't like get, uh, doesn't want to get murdered. But she loves the fuck. <laughs> so it's like, I want to fuck so bad, but I'm, st- I'm still scared of getting murdered, but I'm so horny. I want to know if you're listening to this right now and you it's either crazy. have sent, if you've been, if you A, been asked to send an ID, B, would you send the ID or C, how big is your dick? No, I don't know what the C is, but why didn't you call me up and I would have been a third party to just supervise the fucking and if things got somewhere where she didn't want to go, then I break it up. Or just why did she she needs to bring she, a guy? She's a like a chicks, stripper. A lot of chicks do the move of they tell the friend, like, hey, if you don't hear you know, like why how do you about need, this? Why do you need my ID? It's not bowling shoes. I'm not renting your pussy. I'm not gonna put down an ID. Why don't you have a little self respect and get to know somebody then if you're that fucking scared? I hung out with her. I go, dude, if I wanted to do something to you, like what well, are you why talking does about? she go out and spend another day with you That's and get fine. to know you? I, I don't Maybe hit me then. Up. Don't hit me up at midnight asking if I have AC. Maybe she should have asked the senior license when you were at the bar. Well, whatever her so so I said, so then I just, she goes, well, I'm not coming over. I said, all right. And then I have never talked to her again. I was like, I'm done with that, dude. That pu- That's insanity. Did she give you any of like, don't worry, it's worth it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> you fucking, she could be stealing your identity. My thing is, though, is like, what would, I get it, but like, say that I sent my ID and say I'm fucking Dexter. I'm a murderer. So she has my ID. I kill her. Who a who's to say that ID is real? If I am really a murderer, two all it's going to do You're is get dead. you caught after the fact. So what is that even going to do? She like wants justice after she's been killed. So why don't you just like take one of my family members hostage? Be like your family member is here. If you don't return me safely by X time, you're fucked. Like that would be a more better preventative. What you should have sent is like, if you're worried about being killed, don't worry. The only thing I'm going to kill is that pussy. That's exactly what I said. Is that what you said? No, but I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> it's insanity. What do you? What, what class license? Is that a class F license to fuck? Like, you know, you have to get the trucker license? You get class C. It's insane. You got to get a class C license class C to drive to deal a semi. With. Come. Uh, well, yeah, but there must be some assholes that she's. She probably just went down a roster of guys and like, show me your license. Show me so your do license. You, do you? What's your thoughts? Do you think she was trying to steal my identity? Because I did it, give her my mom's maiden name, <laughs> my, a lot of my passwords. Did you also give her the name of your high school and yeah. your first teacher, first pet's name? <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I yeah, I don't know. It's too weird because I I would it wouldn't even have occurred to me. I've never to, I've never heard of that in all my years. Of like life. for me, if you're that uncomfortable and scared. Uh, just don't fuck. But it's too weird, though, because giving the name and license, is that going to deter you from doing whatever you're going to fucking do to her? No, it does not. She could just give your online dating profile. Plus, like, if if you're a guy who's so good at murdering people, you're not going to give your real license. You yeah. probably have assumed names. It'd it's be like, like the Iceman I, I from think the, HBO. I don't special. know. It's tough. I, I, don't, I don't know if that's a move, but I remember we were talking about it on stage just to see if it was funny. It never really did well. But one guy claimed, <laughs> really tried that, it once. One guy claimed that he did. Yeah. Uh, he did send an ID. And we called him. He said he was on a dry spell. But he was with the chick he sent it to. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, that's not true. For me, though, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You don't want to get involved with that chick because that's, that's, that's insanity. Yeah, Just that's a chick on. who you have consensual sex with. And then there may be some problems. Yeah, if you don't make her calm, then she starts complaining. Then and she's she, like, well, I have your ID. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give it to and my I'm cousin. Gonna, and I'm going to tell. I'm going to post it online and tell everyone Who's that you can't Who's the stopper fuck. from doing that? Yeah, nobody. Like when you give up, giving your license up to someone you don't know, it's pretty risky, dude. We're already giving up enough of ourselves to the government, to everything. the airports, yeah. to everybody. All, all of our ideas of IDs have been stolen or hacked or just been out there too easily. So why do we have to keep doing? Why it? give it out to somebody who you're gonna potentially also, fuck? Didn't she look up that you're actually kind of a public figure? I mean, there's ways to track you down. Not to mention... There's stand-up set. I'm giving her free AC that she doesn't have in her apartment. So, hey, why don't you stop being so picky? She told her, you know what? I'm not giving giving you... Wash your asshole. Get over here. We're doing this. (laughs) I told her I would send my Costco card. No problem. I wouldn't even do that. No, I wouldn't wouldn't send that. I wouldn't send anything. No. I wouldn't even send my beloved YMCA card, which is a beautiful segue. I wouldn't even give her my middle name till we've been dating for like three months. Can I give it out to the fans? It's my middle name? Chauncey. <laughs> it's not Chauncey. Ryan Chauncey O'Neill. It's not. 
Oh, real quick. How much time it's do we Demas. have? It's Demas. You, you're the timekeeper. Yeah, we have six minutes. Six minutes? Yeah. Would you want to talk? Do you want a quick Y update? Or do you want... Some fans have been calling for the Y update, but I got like backlog updates that could take a while. <laughs> Give me the most recent one. You want the most recent? Yeah. So, I almost... Uh, I almost bit the dust at the Y recently. <laughs> you told me this and I said... Wait a what? second. Let me do a quick intro. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the first ever installment of... Not that. It's the first. I was I was thinking in my head that I wouldn't be interrupted. I just got interrupted opening the wide segment. You interrupted me with your asshole. I thought you were gonna say YMCA, and I would have I would have punctuated it. With the <laughs> that fart. was the exclamation point. Yeah. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's the first installment on the Danish and O'Neill Show of the Y Update, starring the Danish. With all so, these farts, I, my girlfriend wanted to listen, and I was like, oh, this is cool. We won't have any farts or anything crazy. episode and one? Now, uh, I think not, episode not one, again. she should listen. <laughs> Every other. Episode three will probably be fart-free. Yeah, we'll free. go fart-free soon. So uh, I was going to go in. I had done my <laughs> swim. So I'm at the Y. Done my swim. Are you in the sauna? I'm about to go in the sauna. Okay. When I see the new cleaning crew they've hired, they've gotten rid of the guys they had before. They brought in like an official uniformed crew. Okay. And these guys are constantly cleaning the uh, steam room. And they wear like boots, like someone took a shit in their leg. They <laughs> probably did. And you walk in there barefoot. No, I wear, you kid, you're out of your mind. I wear flip flops. You sit bare assed on the wood, no, though. No, I don't. I have a towel on. Have you ever seen a shit stain on it? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. I sweat, though. Okay. So I go, I'm going into the sauna and I hear, it's too hot. It's too hot. It's too caliente. <laughs> so it's like broken. People are complaining. I guess like the temperature gauge is like, they claim it's like, okay. And some employee was, the employees like used the facilities and this guy was a front desk guy. That should be against the He's code. complaining that the the temperature, it's a sauna, A, so it is hot. Yeah. I, I went in there. It's supposed to be hot. It wasn't bad. This guy was just getting crazy. This guy was just being a, a pussy. So they shut her down. Okay. So I'm like, I'm going in the steam room. I'm not a big fan of the steam you can't breathe well in there. But why do you go in there? I, I like the heat after the swim. It loosens <laughs> <Okay>. you up. <laughs> so I go in the up. steam room. You can't you see shit. Loosens you up? You, like, liter- you literally it's can't. It's equivalent of like four beers? <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> so you can't see anything in this place. You wear your glasses? You like literally need them. I need like a headlamp, like a miner. Like yeah, I'm scared to sit on a are guy's you like, lap. Are you like reaching through the air? You grab a dick? Dude, it's, like, it's like it's thick. Is there a lot of hey? I'm over here. What are you doing? Hey, I'm still sitting out here. <laughs> cough if you're sitting somewhere. Whoa, what was that? I sat on. Hey, how you doing? Okay, fine. <laughs> Somebody step on a duck. <laughs> so I'm t- I'm going in, and it looks like an alley from like 48 Hours, the movie. Like a lot of low fog, fog. A lot of low fog. Okay. Uh, somebody we know would do that in a movie. Can't say who it is. Rhymes? No, I'm not going to say no, that. <laughs> so I go in. I sit. I sit for what I can't see the clock. In my sauna position, I can see the clock <laughs> the fine. Clock, of course you can't see the clock. Is there a, you, you No, but I'm saying like in terms of like outside the door, there's a clock, but the steam room's over to the side of it. But you, you need like it. an official clockman who goes... The bell rings uh, four past the hour. Just every five and ten minutes, there should be because I would go there for ten minutes. Yeah. So, but I, I don't know how much time's gone. Hear ye, hear ye. So it when my now- time's got done, I stand up. Okay. And maybe my legs were a little fatigued from kicking so much ass in that pool. But there's also a lot of moisture in this place, and the sandals I currently have are stripped bare. There is no traction. Okay. And I slip. You slip. I, well, I'm on the up. There's a lower bench, and up, I'm on the upper bench. Okay. I get down on the lower bench, and when, then when I step down on the actual floor, I slip like I'm on ice and like go backwards. And the, I, my head came pretty close to hitting the lower bench. How many feet? I don't know. I like caught myself. Like I caught. So you my, just went. You did the whoa. Yeah, I gave like, like a whoa, like an almost, and then like was able to maintain my footing just barely. Were you laying on the ground? Did you see someone I wasn't clearing on the, the ground. fog out of the way? Yeah, right. Yeah, right in there. I wasn't on the ground, but I almost went, dude. I didn't want to die in the steam room. It'd be a, or even hit my head and bleed. <laughs> no one would find you for days. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, my body would be shriveled up like a raisin. It'd be all pruny. <laughs> Probably knowing that. So place, you almost lost your life in the steam room. I almost death via steam room, oh, dude. Yeah, death via. That's why you stick Probably to the, the sauna. Only one ever. That's why you stick to the sauna, everybody. Fuck. Nice dry heat. Uh, and then after the last time I was there, which was uh, yesterday, I was I stretch out now because I get sore sometimes. And you're like you always yell at me for not stretching out. Okay. Yeah, and I go I go into this room that um, it's like a room where they do their classes. 
Mm-hmm. So it has like the you know it's like one wall, one wall is all mirrors, the back wall is a ballet bar. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> I'll get to it in a second. As soon as we're done. Jesus Christ! It fix her back. O'Neill just showed me something on his phone. Some of the biggest bombers I've seen in yeah, a long time. These were these were the bombers that dropped the big one on <laughs> Japan. Oh, there's some B fifty twos. Yeah. So, so go ahead. So there's the back wall is all ballet bars. Uh, and that's where I, I put my leg up there to do some. Uh, is there a class going on? No, I go in there when there's no one in there, and I'm going in to put. I put my leg up. Yeah, I'm doing some stretching. Yeah. Good for you. And so I go in there. So a lot of days I go in there. There's this old weird old man who lives in my neighborhood. I always somewhere around there. I always see him in the Ralph's, the grocery store. Yeah. But he uh, he does like a walk slash jog slash prancer size just around the perimeter of the room. But what? where I go, like on the bar, I try to give him the most space. So I go in the very far corner, but he like has to go around. Like it's very odd. So That's it's like weird. just me and him in there. But then yesterday, it's like a pretty hot, legitimate, like say seven or eight. Uh, that's a rating not age <laughs> are these chicks are seven or eight no there's nothing this one girl okay on a scale of one to ten she's a seven or an eight okay not seven or eight she's years looking old. good looking good yeah and she, then she's playing like music there's a there's like a system in there this or is such a freak show and like she, and she's like hey uh, i'm just doing like some rehearsing is that fine I go, i'm just here to stretch for like one minute I'm, why you say no say come back when i'm done bitch <laughs> <laughs> jesus and tell me and you tell that old man Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I got to stretch. You creep. You got to take control of the Dude, studio. The old man has a heart tattoo that's as big as like the heart Valentine candies you get in the box at a Valentine's Day like on his arm. It's the weirdest tattoo. What? Yeah. What the fuck? And he wears a jock strap under his shorts. <laughs> With nothing, with nothing underneath it, just the ass, no ass. The ass is cut out with the <laughs> well, jock. No ass, yeah. No, but like sometimes he wears it over the pants. No, he wears it under. He was, so when he gets you can undressed, see it. Well, you see it when it, when you go to the locker room. Yeah, with him? he's when he gets undressed at his locker. He's in the he jock wear, with who, no shirt. Where's the jock strap for what he's doing? <laughs> I don't know. He's not even wearing a cup. <laughs> Why would he wear a jock strap? Maybe he free balls? I don't know. Maybe his like butt cheeks are too loose and he's got to keep them like strapped no, but the, in. The jock is like, it's like around the cheek, so it's just the belt on oh, the ass. Oh, so he's got one for a cup. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, what, that's, that's what a jock strap's for. No, I know, but sometimes they like go around the butt cheeks. No, no, this is just an assless jock strap. So there's like not even like the no. ones. So there's that's insane. A, yeah, so, so anyway... So the chick, and I go, yeah, that's fine. I'm going to just stretch here for like a minute, and then I'm going to leave. Yeah. And so then, so I'm thinking she's just doing like ballet, like because she's, she's yeah. at the bar. And she's like, you know, like that pose like sideways, and her legs are like bent in like a mm-hmm. ballerina stance. And I, I, I didn't want to look at her because she was facing me. Because you felt like a creep. Boy. Yeah. And the mirror is behind me, head, so I can't like, see her. Think you're pervo. <laughs> so she starts singing to this. It was like a great voice, but she was doing ballet. So I was like, "Is she in?" Like maybe a, she might be in a musical. Do you think? But she was doing legit ballet. Eh, she's probably in a musical. But something. she was like great voice, and it was almost like a techno-ish song. I don't know what the hell. Should have said that to her. You know, I was going to say great, great singing, but when I went to leave, like I, in my head, I was like, oh, I got a great end here. But when I went to leave, she was still singing. So if I taught, you know, like, I don't want to enter, like, she said, you should have, you should have stomped on her boom box. <laughs> it's, it, it's the YMCA's boom box. Oh, oh, they do their own boom box. Yeah. It's like, is it like chained. Does it have a chain on it? It's, I think it's one of those. It's like, a, and like a thing with wheels and it's like high. Like it's, it's like, gotta have a chain though, wrapped around some I, sort of pole. I'll look. I have never been like, it's like in the back. I don't go to that side of the room. Steal so that's, uh, those are the latest, but I got, I got a lot more backlog. We, save them. Cause we have, plenty, yeah. we have, episodes that but i mean i'm gonna be going you know it's just gonna keep on accumulating but we'll get to it so i want to thank uh i want to thank jordan should i give his last name no jordan s we'll call him that uh for sending me oh i think i know this is uh he knew uh this is the guy who knew eustace from our one of our favorite oh oh, okay does his name uh is his name also kind of a first name his last name with an extra letter? Yes. Okay. Yes, Got it is. Uh, so he wrote, uh, he sent me three tit pics. And he said, this is, is this the first batch on the new? This is the first batch right off the first episode. First I'm batch already getting, on the new on show. The new, yeah. Occasionally I'll get some tit pics, uh, you know, over the Where years. Where do people send those to you? Well, it's glad you asked. <laughs> they sent them to O'Neill the Ass Kicker at Yahoo.com. Let me see these things. Did he say any text? Or yeah, I'm going to read it. Those are fucking bombers, Yeah, they're dude. huge. Oh, it feels cute. Well... 
Yeah, she's not. You're not bad. into her? No, I think she's cute. But he he did, he wasn't. He said while in college, I'm working at a, a shitty job at a service department of a car dealership. I know all about that, my friend. As you can imagine, this job doesn't attract the best of people, but it does attract the kind of mangy bitch. Okay, I don't agree with that. It will Snapchat you tits. Since she is fat, feel free to share with Dewitt. Oh <laughs> I love the man, new podcast. what's up, Pete? Thank you very much, Jordan. Th- those was, are bo- I can't see the body, but the bombers are huge. So you, you can only imagine her. She is like a snooky-ish vibe. She was to her. cute. I thought I didn't see the rest of cute it. Cute face. I thought she was cute. Cute face. Yeah. Big bombers. Yeah, we can't see um, the gut. I, I want to share our first actual, first official review before we go. It was sent uh, from a guy before he ever, just after we announced that we were doing a podcast. This he hadn't guy, even heard it yet. This is a guy in Buffalo. He's uh, let me John see. H. John H. He's on Twitter. Hits us up a lot. He, uh, I think he heard us on Steve Simone's podcast. Okay. He wrote, Dear Ass Kicker and Mayor, even though your podcast is not aired yet, I would like to tell you that this is my five-star review. All right, I'd like it. you to cut and paste this onto iTunes and five-star review there if you haven't already. John, go ahead. You can post it now that we're on there. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Before hearing the podcast, I know that it will be the most kick-ass podcast out there. Wow, optimism. I hope to hear many stories of ass kicking and... Jay and off in random public places. Okay, that Keeping hurts, the but... ass-eating stories to a minimum. <laughs> well, neither of us are really into that. I know this podcast is not Boner City, R.I.P., but I hope it lasts a lot longer. I would uh, I would think the longer it lasts, the more tit pics you shall receive. I will do any and everything to promote the new Danish and O'Neill and keep its longevity. Keep fucking around and kicking ass, fellas. Best of luck. A fanimal for, for live. Instead of life. Hey, it's one typo. Uh, John, uh, he wears a, he has a Hulk Hogan shirt in his Twitter picture with his. He had a birthday party, I think, judging by his Twitter, for his son, a Hulk Hogan themed first birthday, which is pretty sweet. And a, a shout out to Marco, who sent me a thing and said, "Hey, you fuckers, stop fucking around and start doing a goddamn podcast." Yeah, a lot of you guys when you would hear us on other podcasts are like, "Why aren't you doing your own?" And so you guys, you did give us the kick in the ass and yeah. balls that we needed. So if you don't like it, it's all on you, my friend. You got what you wanted. And if you don't like it, you better not say anything. Let's hope the uh, sound works out better this time. We're now uh, producerless. Yeah. Uh, thanks to George St. Pierre and his cousin Luke, who sounds like he's a little homesick. I think for he wants calling to go in. home. Thank you guys for listening. I'm the Danish. I'm the O'Neill. Together we are. Danish, Danish and, and O'Neill. Stick around because we got we'll have more podcasts coming and they're gonna get better and better. Farts. Bye bye.